Have you ever bought anything from Sweetwater? I haven't. It's an experience, man. Like, they, like, send you, like... Well, you get your stuff, and, like, they send you your whatever your product is with, like, a little package of, like, candy and, like... Uh, and then they also, like, send, like, a... Sometimes it's, like, a handwritten note or something where it's, like, you have, like, a personal, like product representative so like anyone that like whatever gear you buy or something there's like someone who works at Sweetwater that you can like call their like personal work <laughs> line to help you with That's it and it's I've never done it because <laughs> like I don't know I've only bought like a handful of things off of Sweetwater but it's funny because it's like they'll like call you and be like oh how's your like I don't know how's your new microphone like are you getting everything working like you know my name's like Charles I'll like you know, reach out to me, like, anytime, like, with any problems or any, like, questions about your mic. It's really cool, but it's, like, yeah, I don't know why. I just find it a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, like, close on the spectrum of, like, extra, but I feel like you, you'd rather have that than the alternative. Oh, yeah. So. No, I'd, like, I think it's great, like, but it's yeah. just, it's just great and, and also just a little bit, like, a little entertaining, like, <laughs> yeah. but, um, my I'm getting oh uh, my my bike got stolen last week, Oof. which was pretty shitty. Uh, he like so I always keep it inside, but um while we were like getting shit together in here, I'm just like okay I'll just like keep it outside for like two days or whatever while we find a spot for it. Um, and I had like a lock on it, but I I kind of like skimped down on the lock mm. and got like the not like the steel titanium thing or whatever i yeah. just got like the wire shit um so yeah someone must have just <laughs> clipped right through it <laughs> which like i don't yeah i always buy i always buy the good lock mm-hmm. um and uh yeah but it's all good it got in like a little accident and like it wasn't in incredible shape so i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a solid upgrade yeah reason to upgrade nice. for sure yeah I almost, what kind of bike do you have? Uh, I ride like a 1980 something, like 1988 Cannondale mountain bike that my dad has had nice. for a long time. But we like, I tuned it, I like brought it into a shop like a couple years ago to get it like tuned up, got like brakes replaced, got whatever. So it's like, honestly, it's just the frame that's the uh, original. Um, and I don't know, some of the other crap that's on there. And it's fine. Like it. It's lasted however many years, and I still like riding it. Um, but it's been, I have been storing it outside over the winter, but under, like, three stories of deck. So it's, right. the condition right now, I haven't looked at it in a little bit, but it's it, it's kind of a black box. We'll find out if it's, like, <laughs> damaged at all. I remember leaving mine out in the, the winter, just, like, all winter, and I kind of fucked it up. Yeah. Like I, need, I needed to get a couple <laughs> things replaced yeah it's definitely i should be taking better care of it but like they don't really have a good spot for it inside but i don't know whatever (laughs) we uh i I think um, it's still functional yeah do you do you like city biking i um that's interesting question (laughs) i think like both like i i like Mm -hmm. both as in like i like it and i don't like it because um i just like the fact that with a bike in a city, especially like Chicago, where it's not like there's a few places like in between getting like from our neighborhood to like 
uh some of like the north side neighborhoods like by the lake for example like it's not that yeah. far it's only like a couple miles but right. public transportation just makes it kind of a, a haul so the having a bike like the convenience of it i love it and like when the weather's nice i actually like the act of riding but like it is sometimes it's a little annoying like just having to be like constantly aware of your surroundings like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um and people people are kind of mean to bikers on the road yeah i've, I've come into that yeah that's it, it, it sometimes it like gets you a little i don't know it gets me a little riled up like when yeah. people are just kind of like i don't know like you said just being mean for to to people <laughs> like on the just, roads they just they just honk to you for just like no reason like they, they just honk at you yeah and it definitely gets me <laughs> in that like i don't know that like kind of like mood or mindset where you're just like oh like i need it now it's my turn to kind of like yeah. be a little bit passive aggressive hey, back and just be like you. yeah <laughs> like yeah i'm riding it yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. no. i like it like it's just i don't know in general i like being outside and that's just another way to do it um mm -hmm. but yeah all the other kind of crap that comes with the, like the crowd of a city like sometimes is little annoying but sometimes it's entertaining it's a long-winded answer to say yes and no <laughs> yeah have you been on the 606 a lot yeah uh yeah. all three it's of nice. us really just ride on or not ride run on it like yeah um i guess our, our the household here me tommy and liam yeah. um use the the 606 as kind of like the default like jogging path I've, i don't like i've ridden my bike on there a couple times but in the it's summer dude it's like it, yeah it's like short but also it gets packed with like strollers oh, and yeah. like rollerbladers yeah. and yeah but it's it's really nice um it'd be it'd be sick if it went all the way to the lake i that would be like ideal situation because it's like that's the i guess one of like one of my main gripes about like our location or not i don't know if it's main but like just one thing that i like think about uh with our location like i like where we live but i just wish the lake was a little bit more accessible it takes forever to get mm -hmm. there um because i was just actually i was thinking about this today i got um like lunch dinner with my parents earlier over by um like a little bit like towards the lake a little bit near loyola and like i don't know just it's nice to have this big body of water available like and it's really uh, not far away it's just like it, but it feels like it from just from a bit spot. on that edge yeah yeah it'd be like yeah if if the 606 went right there that would just be like the perfect ride from like wicker and logan yeah just to like get right over there it's just like a nice little i don't know you can be there and back in an hour yeah um but yeah exactly what chicago needs <laughs> chicago, chicago chicago city planning yeah um, honestly yeah if they had just like a pedestrian highway like the 606 from like yeah like you said these like blue line neighborhoods to the lake yeah. i imagine one it'd be really crowded but it would also like i don't know i feel like it would solve a lot of not solve a lot of problems but just like just like i don't know it'd just be nice yeah free up some of the cta issues yeah. potentially yeah um i <laughs> i talked to liam the other day and he was complaining a lot about the cta Really? He said it's, yeah. Oh. Because something happened to Vika. Yeah. Which is shitty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard, like, he, he was talking about that, and that definitely doesn't sound 
Sounds like a, not a good story at all, but <laughs> I haven't had like. I guess personally, I haven't had too many. It's also different just being a man, but like. Um, For sure. I haven't had too many like run-ins or like complaints about the CTA. Just besides the fact that there isn't a direct route from here to like. <laughs> some of the other neighborhoods like you kind of have to go either to downtown first or like wait on like two or three buses or something but i don't know man like i was was talking to this i was also talking about the cta to my uh not a barber anymore but like the person who's cutting my hair and she was like she moved from like small town michigan and i she also like has a similar relationship of hating the cta i guess it's a little any public transportation spot like maybe you just kind of get some run-ins with uh <laughs> like just kind of interesting folk but i don't really mind those too much um unless yeah you run into like a, a story like vika had or like whoever like probably a lot of other like women or have had just like being <laughs> like approached by some characters you don't want to be approached by yeah I I really enjoy not having a car. Like, um, just like the cost of it is really annoying, and like, just it seems like, yeah. Just any any time I like had a big purchase, it was because I had to like get a tire or like fix some shit. Yeah. Um, and like just like spe- and worrying about it in the city, like having to park it in like a not, I don't know, just like on the street where anything can happen. Um, but it does suck being like a slave to the MTA sometimes. <laughs> um, especially like for my job when I have to like go to Manhattan. Um, sometimes it just it just doesn't want to <laughs> get over there. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I would just like my car. But anyway, <laughs> how was uh, how was your ski trip? Ski trip was really fun. Um, nice to see all because you know, like a lot of the out of state guys again but um yeah i don't know it's uh it was really like un- i guess maybe uncharacteristically warm but it was like high 30s so there's like sun was shining it was like honestly it was like sweating a lot like during the day and it was so snow conditions are all right but i don't know those trips like as much as it is like about the skiing it's kind of just like nice to to get a big old house together and just kind of hang out and do our thing. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, what's, uh, anything, anything new to you? New with you? In Um, life? I guess a little bit. Like, let me just think of like, a lot of, I think a lot recently it's been, a lot of my life has been a little bit of focusing on myself a little bit. And uh, that's kind of both inside and outside the workplace. Um, mm-hmm. I guess what I mean by that is like, um, I don't know, work's been a little runaway with like my time. I think I've been kind of sucked into working longer hours and kind of just being a little consumed by like things to do at work. Um, not that like I've, I've, definitely like worked um long hours but it's not like anything like terribly absurd and it's it's mostly just i think come from my mindset so that's something that i've been trying to reframe a little bit in the past i don't know a couple months in particular um Mm -hmm. but 
that's always something I think I've been trying to do. And it's always been something that kind of at the back of my mind, even like in school. But um, yeah, uh, so I guess no like, um, I don't know, nothing like, no like real breaking news of that. It's just like something that I think has been, I don't know, a personal focus for sure. And I, yeah, and then I guess like outside of work, like along the same vein, just kind of, I don't know, trying to figure out what I want to be doing, like <laughs> things that I want to do, try to get out and do them and, um, you know, you know how it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm at like a, like a phase kind of like right before you are where I like very much so i'm happy to have a full-time job now mm-hmm. um it's, I, I just had too much time on my hands and now i have less time which is good for me um mm-hmm. but yeah i'm still i'm still definitely just like work 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 and then as soon as i have an opportunity to just like lay down and smoke weed and yeah I just, I just do it. So my life's just kind of like work and then that at the moment, which I'm not too concerned because, I don't know, we, we just moved. I'm still pretty fresh at this job. Like, I'm still getting I'm getting used to how physically taxing it is still. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you're just like, you're putting in, like, legitimate miles, like, each day. It's like, it's, <laughs> do you have, like, a day off to just, like... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Rest your legs, essentially. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what the weekends have been functioning as. Okay. Like, I'll try and, like, um, yeah, e- either one of the days just really just make it a – just, like, force myself to just, like, lay down mm-hmm. and, like, I- and ice <laughs> and, like, watch shit because, yeah, just to, like, function throughout the week, like, kind of need to. But every every – day that goes by it gets easier and easier so that's good um, yeah but that that definitely like sounds like a kind of similar situation except like my job's not necessarily like physically taxing in the same way but it's like yeah I, I get home I'm just like all right this is like had a long day of like having to think really hard I just don't want to do shit like um yeah which has been um like it, it works especially when you're trying to like get used to a new job or like settle into a new job and like for me it was a lot of like learning things so i was like oh I f- i'm okay with like making these uh, kind of time sacrifices outside of it if it's just like it'll pay off down the line and i can just like whatever but now it's getting to the point where i'm getting a little bit more comfortable and it's like all right now i need to I'm realizing now it's not just like all these things that I plan for, I kind of have to make them happen. They're not just going to happen like <laughs> on their own. Um, so I don't know. Like, like you said, like we're like, I need to also maybe to like kind of take a page in your book and like plan time to just like literally just rest. <laughs> and then like, yeah. I think that'll kind of free up some time to, to get into some things that I've been wanting to do around the city for a while. And like, I don't know. And in a sense, like, I think that's been a big, uh, a big driver for a lot of, like, I don't know, I feel like stress and whatnot is like, out, like, there's the whole work thing, but like all that shit aside, like, um, I think one of the main, like, 
things I've been thinking about is like, oh, like I've been living here for however long and like still like I feel like a constant pressure to like, oh, I got to get out and do something. I get out and like um, and and do whatever. So I think like having sort of making that time to to rest when I need to and like planning time to do these things would probably help that mindset a little bit. Yeah, but it's part of. Yeah, I mean that, that's part of just like city life. Yeah, I feel. like sure. <laughs> there does feel like a constant pressure to just like, yeah, take advantage of like the cool place I'm in. Yeah, especially when like somewhere shit, but... I imagine for you in New York, like I don't know, because like it was more of a big move. Like now, like I I'm already feeling that like what feels like <laughs> to a pretty high level now, and like I know like for a fact that like Chicago is going to be a place I'll probably be coming back for for a long time. And I can't imagine like somewhere like New York where like, I don't know. I know like this is a conversation that we've had at different points before, but I don't know like what your current stance is on staying like longer term, but like before where it's like, I just moved to like a brand new city and it's like a big move. Now that I feel like that pressure would like, I don't know, be like (laughs) 10 X what it is right now for me. But. Yeah, no, for sure. before I finish on my own and I scream out loud. Door man, let me in the door. Spend all my money, you ain't getting no more wages. Sure, sir. Sir, are you sure? And sure, I'm not a mop. You can drag up the floor inside. Shell shock. She's standing with the guy. Guys, your man, staring out real polite. No, please, no thanks. Wanna drink on more? Metropolis is uh, especially, I find to be cool. Wait, what like, is? Wait, what is? <laughs> I sort of cut you off. What, what is the <laughs> definition of metropolis? I like. I would call. I would call like Chicago, like maybe just short of metropolis. Like it, it's like it's like a metropolis style, but it might be just like just short of it. I would call like London a metropolis. Mm. I would I would call New York a metropolis. I would probably call Paris metropolis. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just like mat, just like massive places culturally, like very significant places. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and something about New York and London have both kind of just like hit for me, which which is cool. Um, yeah, I just I just dig them. Yeah, I really want to go to London. That's like in the semi that's in like the medium term plans is like if i um if i keep working at the place that i'm working at right now which i think i will for a while if nothing (laughs) fingers crossed knocking on wood but uh like they have a london office um and that's they like open up positions there pretty much every year so i was thinking like hopefully in the next like 10 years or so i can spend at least a few of those years in london um or just like i don't know like london for like i've never i've only been there a couple times for a few days at a time but for some reason it's always it's been like a place of pretty like um, it's been pretty central to like things that i like i guess or it's like it's a i feel like it's a place that has a lot of the things that i like if that makes sense like a lot of the music and stuff that i am pretty into there's a like there's like a like a significant like 
I don't know, scene is such like a, I, don't, I hate using that word, but like there's like a pretty like, um, like significant scene for that kind of like music. Um, not that Chicago doesn't, but like I think there's just some some focus on like certain types of things and like Chicago, um, you know. Yeah, I really. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go together at some point. Yeah, for like for like a for like a while, and just bull. I like I I love that place. Um, the tube, the tube's fire. From 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 what I remember, <laughs> I, it never it never really let me down. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I never really write much down when. I do these kind of things, but I I wrote down the uh, like the punching bag thing at that after my mom's wedding that we did. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, she, she was funny. Punching bag competition. The what was it the, like a punching power competition? That yeah, was like it's like one it's like one of those things um, at a bar where you like you throw in a buck and like you can whack it a few times and like it gives you like a score for how hard you hit it or whatever mm-hmm. and we were going we were going punch for punch <laughs> um marco and i <laughs> and I, I remember having like a ton of fun with that now all of scott's boys were like hanging us out <laughs> like <laughs> putting in more money it's like the essential like i don't know it's it's one of those games that just like they found a way to just like prey on like how to like compare your masculinity to someone else's yeah. and it's just like <laughs> yeah we, i guess we Perfect. just fell into the trap <laughs> after <laughs> yeah and i i like took my shoes off and like i remember being like very cl- i forget what the like the score we were trying to get but i remember i was like creeping up to it like every time i would punch i would get like one higher yeah it was like um, 800 or I, 900 or yeah something. and i like i i would have hit it for sure but I took my shoes off and I like cut my foot on like the grate of it on one of the punches, and I was like bleeding all over the bar. Um, Rag Rag was like drunk and very concerned and like ran around the bar trying to find band aids, and he like ended up just like getting a bunch of toilet paper from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, yeah. yeah, honestly, it's kind of a brutal injury. Like it was not like like. Yeah. It was pretty, I don't know, it, you were pretty much just, like, driven blood out of your foot. Yeah. <laughs> off the big toe. And I remember, like, <laughs> this is something I remember Rock brought up, but um, I remember being like, don't tell my mom, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, just for whatever reason, drunk me didn't want to have to. <laughs> Explain to your mom, mom that you, uh, yeah. you busted a toe at her wedding. Trying to beat 800 on the punching bag machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom's one of those people that, like, has historically, like, like gets mad at me when I get hurt kind of thing. Like, Yeah. What was, what was her reaction to the the double thumb bust back in... No, yeah. Her reaction was actually, like, she told me... Like, I remember, like, leaving and telling her, like, there, there are problems here. Um, and she, like she didn't buy it <laughs> she was like go to go to bed like you're fine <laughs> mom my thumbs and i woke and i woke up and they were like purple oh. and, and she's like all right <clears throat> we'll go to convenient care 
Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, what did you, you think of the wedding? It's, it's a minute ago now. Yeah. I thought the wedding was a good time. I like, obviously we weren't able to, sh- like, uh, we, I was, I did like get, got back a little bit later that night. So I was kind of holding up the rest of the right. group. So we had to show up a little bit later. Um, but I thought it was really cool. I was like, um, I was mentioning this to Sam yesterday, actually. So we, we like caught up yesterday. She was in town. Um, but I feel like the, um, I don't know, like the, at least the part that we were at where it was kind of like kind of the end of the night and we were kind of, we were able to kind of take part in the cleanup. It felt like a very, like, I don't know, community event. You know what I mean? It felt, it was really cool to see like, um, just kind of everyone like helping clean up and just take it over to their old place, like across the street and like, um, very different from kind of like. I think a lot of the weddings that I've been to, which have been like kind of these big events where it's like, yeah, like everything's like, we, we have, I don't know, we have a really big extended family. Um, so it's kind of like, I don't know, at some points, like some of these like weddings just seem like uh, you have to have, like put on, like there's a lot of like uh, old school kind of like rules yeah. where you're like, oh, we have to like impress the guests or something like that. Right. Um, and I right. feel like this one was, it was definitely really cool and like like the space was great everything like looked really nice so but like just i don't know what it is about that like last kind of like clean up part of the wedding that was just like no yeah i felt I, really i get that like, yeah i don't know it's just like a really cool thing to me that's cool yeah i like that takeaway um yeah i thought <laughs> yeah it ended up going great i remember being really nervous about it but um yeah ton of fun yeah and i'm glad everyone got to come at the end Dan, the the dropkick Murphys, you'll never walk away yeah. at the end. <laughs> I, was, I was hyped. <laughs> yeah, what a banger to go out to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's take a let's take a little break. I'm gonna go get a, a new drink. Yeah. And uh, you can end this recording, and then just like label it one. Oh, and then we'll do another three, two, one clap. Nice. Welcome back to Innocence Lost. Welcome back. Today, welcome back. Today we're with Marco Lolang. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Long, uh, long overdue. Long overdue. Yeah. Wow, bro. I was going to say, like, you make your way down. Like, at least I wasn't last pick, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to do Carson still. And, uh, and I'm pretty close to Don, man. Like, oh, and Stellan. I haven't done Stellan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Just cut that part uh, out. <laughs> I'm going to do Stellan when uh, um, I, get, I get the gear necessary yeah. to record. Or we'll just, like, record in different rooms. <laughs> <laughs> then what's the plan um, past that? Are you going to do, like, just run it back or do some mixed formats, a couple groups going? or? So, uh, the plan 
is to kind of use use the new gear as a means of um, just like a bit of extra motivation to really think of a new idea. Um, something like primarily in person from now on. Yeah. Um, I feel like this, this thing really thrived um, when it was like quarantine. It's a, it's a great it's a great quarantine show um <laughs> uh so yeah now that like um covid's canceled basically <laughs> covid's just always uh, been canceled bro yeah <laughs> you just been thinking about it the wrong way <laughs> yeah um, yeah new, new show my my plan like i i originally like wanted like i was gonna be like oh i'm gonna add innocence loss and like that'll be it what I'll probably do is like in a few more after I feel like I've kind of gone through everyone and I'm done, um, it'll just turn into like a, I, I put one out when I feel like it kind of thing. Yeah. Like it won't be like dead, but it'll be like, okay, if I ever feel like popping on and like saying something or like um, that I meet a new friend mm-hmm. or something <laughs> or I meet a girl <laughs> or something like have them on um but yeah definitely like in the next few months want to get a new thing going um which i'm excited about nice any uh sneak peeks any sort of general uh (laughs) topics that that might be privy to right now like anything that so i got the sports now with paris yep which which i'll continue to do as well um, so I'm really thinking like, so my, I don't know. The one thing that I kind of like get, um, what I think is like a little interesting about the show and it's kind of like my favorite thing that I've included. Um, and what I'm like particularly excited about your episode is like, I, I love the, the musical aspect of it. Um, and I feel like we've definitely... Uh, I'm, I'm a major pillar of our relationship has, has been music and like I have a big list of songs that I want to play <laughs> yeah. and I'm not going to I'm not gonna be able to play them all but um <clears throat> but yeah I like I've like the idea of just like including songs that I know I know the other person like loves or we've had some sort of like shared experience over um so as far as like another show would go like it's definitely either gonna be like music centric or it's gonna be like comedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, gotcha. I don't know. Like Maybe skits both. or like little improv. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Some sort of comedic thing slash music. It'll be like in that realm, I think. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, what kind of music have you been listening to recently? Um, a lot of everything, I'd say. Like kind of as usual. I don't know. Um, I feel like. What I actually notice, what I notice, like, probably happens a lot each winter is like when things get a little dark and dangerous, as they do. Um, like, I kind of get into the a sort of mood mindset where I, I listen to a lot of things on repeat. Um, so, like, but I'm kind of um, breaking out of that. Um, you know, as spring's coming in a little bit. I don't really know what it is, like. It's probably a larger question. <laughs> it's probably a larger issue at play, but like I think one of the symptoms of like that of like this kind of season changing into winter in particular, I do like 
kind of hole up uh, both in my music taste and probably in a, a lot of other ways. But um, uh, recently, a lot of everything. A lot of like um, thinking I've been listening to a lot recently. There's a new vegan album. Vegan's like this producer from uh, the UK. Um, he does a lot of like. There's a record label that he runs, or I don't know if he runs it, or like he's just a big part of it. That I listen to a lot of their kind of music, and that's like. I don't really know how to describe it's really like um definitely like more modern kind of stuff where it's like a mix of like trap hip-hop and like more kind of glittery like ethereal kind of sounding stuff where it's like um i don't know it's cool production like that's always something i've been attracted to it's like um but outside of that a lot of uh a lot of like dance kind of music, um, some like disco kind of older kind of vibe. I've been actually working on putting uh, a set together for the first time in a while. Um, I haven't had a ton of time to put into it, but I've at least put a little bit of thought and practice into a new little disco set. Um, uh, I don't know, everything else is kind of the gamut. like. A lot of Jersey Club, a lot of footwork, a lot of like, um, I don't know. I think a lot of uh, going out music per se. Like, I think that's also been a, a more common theme. It's like dance music, but across the genre, like every different like kind of stuff. Um, haven't been listening to a lot of like rock or anything, like admittedly, but mm -hmm. yeah, man. Not the... Uh have you gotten into the the big thief album oh yeah yeah um thing things things pretty good i i like it a lot um i i kind of just like anything they put out like in yeah. big thief and just like adrian linker like that's yeah. i mean i just like we talked about it a second ago the whole like holding up with like a few like albums to listen to on their feet for a whole like winter that like uh adrian linker's um most recent album it's like it's called mm -hmm. songs and then there's like a b-side yeah. which is instrumentals this is like probably my most played at like <laughs> uh album of the past few months she's a she's a force man she's a incredible songwriter yeah and guitar player obviously um yeah some of some of like the this new album i forget what it's, it's like a dragon or something like that um <laughs> i forget the name yeah it's but it's, it's but a it's, long name but, but it's and it's, it's the album's long as fuck and i don't like typically like i don't know i kind of get put off sometimes by like long as fuck albums but this thing is just like great it like kind of like the the cover is like people just like like a bunch of animals jammed around a campfire yeah um and that's kind of like how the album feels in a way mm -hmm. like it's just like just like a good fucking like long time just like a good jam sesh like people people getting shit off their chest um yeah the, yeah the spud the spud infinity song is great yeah uh, <laughs> i like the simulation storm is just like one of their best songs i think it's, it's yeah i agree and i also like um i don't remember if they played it at pitchfork maybe dutch and i were gone for that but like i saw like i watched a few like videos on youtube where they play that song live and they do it in a bunch of different ways where they can make it they can make it slap they can make it slap pretty hard live yeah <laughs>
great song. said you were gonna work on like a, a, a set mm-hmm. when did you when did you start getting into that would you say um i it's really come and gone like mm-hmm. i think i mean first getting into it was like really young my dad like he, he dj'd like around chicago when he was a little younger um so he had a lot of like we have just like crates and crates of records in our basement and like we have like his old setup where it's like it's a little um mishmash together now um because i think there's some shared gear and some stuff that just kind of breaks but like so we've had this like two turntables and a mixer and like just a music library to kind of play with like pretty much from whenever i wanted to i think the first time i went mm-hmm. down there was probably in middle school at some point but like even then it was just like oh like i thought it was cool like i didn't really like know any of the music that was like there um but um yeah like probably throughout middle school and high school to like have a few like some phases where i'd like go but like oh i want to like practice this or like go down there and like kind of like play around with it for a little but it's never been like a formal thing where it's like i wish i would have like just been like hey ask my dad and like hey can you like teach me how to do like (laughs) teach me how to dj or something but that's where the initial interest like came from. But it's really like, it was really fleeting. I'd say like I I th- always thought it was cool, but I just like never put in like I don't know. I w- it never like hooked me in where I was like putting a bunch of time into it and getting super into it until somewhat recently, like l- like late college. Um, I had like the online radio show, and I was like kind of doing a lot of that on the fly um f- at first just like spotify playlists like you're like i don't know talking and just like throwing whatever random spot songs on spotify that i was listening to listening to at the time but maybe like senior year of college junior year of college i was like you know i should really just put together a set like and, and actually like mix these songs and whatever like it's, it would be be fun to do so that's when i started like I don't know, actually kind of like practicing a couple things. But even now, it's it's really not like something that I do super often or like I want to put a lot more time into it than I do because I'm pretty still very much novice, but it's just something that mm-hmm. I like doing. Yeah. Well, it's cool you have something in the works. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's cool to hear. Um, when, like, like kind of early on, do you remember like what were some of the key some of the key artists that got you really into music or like early experiences that like um, kind of music felt kind of different and really important to you? Yeah, I I think right now what I can remember I think the first like big phase where I was like super um, yeah like like I think it was middle school maybe early middle school i was really into to rap music um and i think that was 
uh like the first thing where i was i would like go with my grandpa to the library or go with my mom or something to the library and like grab um i remember like just first getting into like that like kind of rap music and grabbing like kanye west cds jay-z cds like just like pretty mm. just like the poppin rappers at the time it was like oh like right. want to like catch up or whatever and like downloading those onto our computer and then getting those on the ipod um so i think that was like the first time like before it's yeah like you said there, i didn't really think about it like that differently like, music was always around and like on and like whatever but that was i think one of the earlier moments that i remember like wanting to i guess build up my collection of music and listen to these things um and then cool. separately from that, like, there's kind of like that, like, uh, embarrassing, like, late middle school, early high school indie phase where it's like, but that was another, I think, kind of formative, like, <laughs> like, phase of music. And that kind of got to do it. Yeah, it, it's like, it's funny, like, I don't know, everyone kind of has it, but like, it's funny looking back on like the like, actual kind like like the actual music I was listening to at the time and like how I was thinking about it at the time. I thought it was like, oh, this is some like underground shit. This is like, you know, I'm mm -hmm. different, like whatever. But mm -hmm. as funny and cringe as that is, like it did kind of like, I don't know, it, that was kind of a switch of like, oh, there's like music that like you can find that's not like kind of put in front of your face. You know what I mean? Definitely. I, I remember talking to, uh, chapter about it um he's yeah just similar thing just like crazy crazy into music um i what i really like i don't know what what's inspiring to me and i find really cool is just like how how much he's able to just like put negative feelings negative thoughts he's having and just like put into his music and it helps him cope and helps him feel better yeah um it's something that intrigues me. And I've gotten out of, like, poetry and stuff in the past, but um, really cool. But what I, what I was kind of going to bring up was, like, he has, like, a bunch of older brothers. Mm. And, like, I kind of asked him, like, oh, like, first record you bought, like, first record you had and stuff. And he was, like, naming, like, some, like, <laughs> fucking, like, coolest shit albums. Like, like the first, like, national album or, like, mm. uh, <laughs> I don't know, just, like bands that like yeah like when his brothers were like in college and like the 2000s were listening to him and like i was listening <laughs> to fucking like the newest metallica album like <laughs> <Nothing> <laughs> blue, wrong with the blue the blue album by weezer um, <laughs> shit like that but uh but yeah it's interesting how we get into our shit for me some of much of it was my dad um and i like hated i hated so much of it when i was a kid but now i like love it yeah especially like especially like the grateful dead <laughs> <laughs> i i hated them so much growing up like i it was just so boring and like so long and, like he would play them he would play it in the car and shit and i'm like oh and then i went to college and uh should change <laughs> it's changed you man i started to liberal get liberal education bro now you come out a deadhead <laughs> yeah i remember just being like like fucking like three three or four pbrs um and and like yeah just like passed around a j um in my friend adam's apartment um 
an Illinois Wesleyan junior year. I'm very like prompt. Like I remember the exact day. Um, and he put on just like this concert. Um, and we just like watched it front to back. And I like, yeah, I, ch- I changed that day. And I like, I texted my dad. I'm just like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I knew you would eventually. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's a good story though. Very wholesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think and I've the Beastie had... Boys too. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I remember I used to hate on the Beastie Boys a lot. Yeah. They're cool. Um yeah, I've had like something kind of similar with um my dad's music. It's a little bit different. Like he's not like uh, the kind of like it's it's a very specific like subset of the music that I've come around to, but like it would stuff mm-hmm. it would be things that he'd like always be playing. Like there's a lot of like I don't know, like Depeche Mode, like New Order, like, and mm-hmm. also just like other popular songs that like from, I don't know, maybe like the 80s or something where it's like, my dad doesn't have like, he doesn't listen to a specific genre necessarily. And it's, it's honestly like hard to pin down my dad's music taste because he like, he listens to a lot of like, like this things that I said, but he'll also just like throw on some like Ed Sheeran, Birdie type shit, like in the car or something. And I'm like, this, yeah. Can you change this? Please? I don't know. Like, I don't like yeah. not nothing against those things, but it's like it's mm-hmm. funny. But yeah, like coming down, like a lot of that stuff I've come around to, like probably late high school or like early college or something. Um, and it's just like it's funny because like I like got in, kind of got into those things and like came back home and realized like oh wait that's been like my dad's ringtone for the past like seven years or something like (laughs) but yeah it's funny how it happens yeah i had like an early we've seen some cool shows together i remember like um one of the first shows we all went to together was we saw the giving moon at the metro Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i actually it's funny like Right. I had a run in with Sean Seals like Oh yeah? I don't know, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago or something and nice. I, yeah, that came up like their their show at the Metro. Was that in Oh high really? School? Yeah, we were in high school. Yeah. We were like probably like the early the the earlier side of high school. Yeah. We like sophomore year yeah. or something. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was like to me, like I had gone to shows with my parents or whatever, like before then. But to me that was like the first it's one of the first shows that comes to mind as far as like going out myself like going to a cool venue like uh it's funny that it's the giving game, but <laughs> yeah i mean it's a good excuse to get out there like it's just like exactly it's like people exactly. from our school and like they're playing yeah. like probably like i don't know something that a lot of us weren't really thinking about at the time but like a pretty legendary staple venue in chicago oh like, yeah <laughs> oh yeah so <laughs> So it's cool that we were able to be there and fill up, fill up the venue as much as we could and make it a, make it a cool night. Yeah, and like, and then they honestly, from what I remember, they were ripping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, they they were good, they were good for sure. Um, and yeah, and it, it kind of seems like from there, that's kind of it. Seems like soon after that, like Lala happened, and then we were all going to shows pretty consistently together yeah um, wait so that was what do you remember what year of high school that gave me shows probably sophomore year or something probably sophomore year and then i think like we went to lala like the next summer 
like mm-hmm. junior year, I think. Nice. But yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah good, uh, good little musical conversation. Um, yeah, definitely feel like I'm kind of getting out of my, I've, I feel like I've had like a similar experience this winter, just resorting back. Um, just listening. I like love this artist named Alex Cameron. Um, and I have this like one album I listen to like every day, like without fault. <laughs> um, and like a ton, like a whole lot of angels and all, all winter. Mm, um, yeah. The pitchfork, the pitchfork show kind of just like reminded me how sick she is. And I just kind of like went back and listened to all her shit. And yeah, it's been like my main dog walking music so just kind of like i'm sad just like <laughs> walk, walk, walking around listening to angels and, but um, yeah, yeah starting I, there, to go ahead. go ahead no no i was just gonna say like with um yeah like just like the, like the being sad and listening to like the same shit like i really think that's what it is it's, it's like literally just like such an emotional attachment to like i don't know like people have like comfort music but for me it's like it's comfort music, but at the same time, it kind of keeps me hold up. You know what I mean? Like, I feel a little, uh, like, I don't know what that, I'll think about that, like that Adrian Linker song, like, uh, songs album for, uh, example, like it's something that I think is like, just really beautiful. It makes me like feel a little bit like better, but it also, it's just like, it, it kind of like, I don't know, like almost encourages like that kind of hold up kind of like <laughs> mindset and i feel like a lot of like yeah. Yeah. um i was talking to like you're not i wasn't really talking to tommy about this but like one thing I, like that has come up with conversation with tommy like he's like oh i can't listen to sad music that just makes me more sad and it's like wait i just i'm realizing now that this is like probably the case like for me like if yeah. <laughs> like he just like he, i think he's like yeah I'm like um he puts on like I don't know something more upbeat or like something that'll get him in a better mood. But like, also just I don't know. Obviously, we're different people and you know, brains work differently. But for sure, kind of a funny thing. One time, that, I mean, it's it's a fair point. <laughs> One time, I remember like I watching Euphoria. Like I, I was like, it was like at a time when I was like really really depressed, and I was like, it was like early on in the pandemic. Um, I was just like living with my dad for like a couple months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, he knew I was like going through some shit. Um, and like, I was like watching euphoria and there's so many just like really, really fucked up things that happened in that show. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's pretty, it, it goes there for sure. Um, and I like still, I like, I remember he was around when like something really fucked up happened and he was like, John, like, you gotta stop watching this <laughs> <Yeah>. shit, man. <laughs> like, you, you'll feel better if you like stop watching this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you're you're probably right, man. Like, yeah. But like, I continue to. Yeah, but yeah, there's like something that's like alluring about that, though. Like, it's yeah. you just going to like, I don't know. I think that's kind of my taste in like, in like movies and and like TV as well, where it's like just some straight depresso mode shit like for like it's almost like i haven't really thought about the like this like that critically but maybe it could be the case of like seeing something like that where it's just like man like this shitty ass thing happened like uh like 
you're almost getting into like a point where it's just like um comparing like my issues to what's going on there and where it's just like could, okay could be worse. Like, yeah. yeah like yeah it could be worse but also just like i don't know i really know like it, it's a thought that i like haven't really completed yet but i think there's something mm-hmm. in there and that's i'm sure there's like something about that somewhere because i think it's a super common thing for people to do yeah <laughs> interesting yeah my uh my like songs album like for me uh the the first uh like slap cp with like oh, cheers yeah. and being around that's like one of those that like yeah, just like there keep, for keep, res- <laughs> keep, keep resorting back to you, just like over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look into they're playing again here, like next month. Yeah, they had. Um, it was actually yesterday. They had an album release, like listening party, where they were also mm-hmm. serving dinner at this like art center. And I didn't go. I was. Uh, yeah. Actually, like side story, Shao is in town. Um, so oh, yeah, nice. we met up. I met up with him and Tess, so it was nice to catch up. But oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> back to the slaps. Like they had like a yeah, like it was this like album release listening party. They were just, like serving dinner, and then like immediately after, they like um, they they played like a show. They played the new album. They played like whatever. Um, kind of a cool event that I wish I could have been able to go to. Good, good long music discussion which i'm happy about yeah Uh, yeah so so amazing having you on um i'm looking forward to seeing you again soon um i'm like a little yeah still trying to like i don't know yeah hoping to just like fucking walk for like a year lose lose 25 pounds or something ideally Mm. and like just like get healthier um so i'm probably not gonna be going many places yeah definitely want to be in chicago in the summer i think at some point um we could maybe plan on like pitchfork or something i feel like it's always a good thing to come back to definitely definitely so something like that yeah um that's sweet yeah Yeah, thanks for having me on i uh absolutely i think uh if you do end up I don't know how, uh, I don't think I add much comedic value to something, uh, but if there's, uh, if that music podcast ever takes off, I'd love to, uh, I don't know, be at a part of the early stages or something, or even just like listening, but yeah, man, it's very exciting. For sure. You got a, you got a good mic, so that's, (laughs) uh, that's helpful for sure. Um, but yeah, this has been, uh, Innocence Lost with Marco um, and that uh, that slap song is playing now oh being around yeah it's playing right now it's playing us out if I gave a second to a second thought I'd watch my youth slip right through my wide eyes if I told you that I loved you that would be a guarantee that there's nothing or no one else for me oh i can't be in charge of breaking hearts that ain't a job girl don't you make a monster out of me oh i'm trying to try my best to write the words into phrases phrases from all the phases all for you 
I'll keep living, you can stay. I don't mind the company, babe. Just know I ain't old enough to say that what I have is what's ahead. Oh, you're the one until I'm dead. I'll kiss your lips and I'll bless your brain. I'm a Jolly Roger, darling Dodger Bane. know my mind ain't right a late bloomer i took boomers trusting me's a cautious game you ought not to play and my heart ain't in my chest stomach's always a mess i'm nervous young always obsessed with something new and soon all i'll do is sit and whine and write to you while you're off wishing your thoughts far from me Still I'm trying, trying my best to write the words into phrases, phrases from all the phases, all for you. I'll keep living, you can stay, I don't mind the company, babe, just know I ain't old enough to say that what I have is what's ahead, oh you're the one until I'm dead, I'll kiss your lips, I bless your brain. I'm a Jolly Roger, darling Dodger Bane.